This is exactly right. Is it time? I think it's time. It's mini so time. It's mini so time. Hi, welcome to my favorite Murdy. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Murdy Sode. Oh no, the Murdy Sode. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> Murdy. Hey, this is where you guys send us your hometown murders and we read them back to you. It's kind of like a practice in reading. It's like a reading exercise. It's just a fun reading exercise because yeah. we both love to read aloud. Yeah. Let me prove that now. My first murder, the subject line is Does that make me a murderer? Mm-mm. Hi. My friend and I were on vacation a few months ago, sleeping in a stranger's house in rural Taiwan, thinking, man, it sure would be nice to listen to stories about being murdered right now. (laughs) And it was until we listened to episode 72. And I learned that I am related to a serial killer. (gasps) The highway killer. Oh, my God. I want that experience so bad. (laughs) What is wrong with me? Uh. The highway killer Larry Eiler is my great, great second cousin or something, and I didn't have any idea until you told me. I grew up in Crawfordsville, Indiana, home of the murder, and Eiler is my grandmother's maiden name. It's a very small place. So when I heard the episode, I texted my mom, and she was upsettingly casual about it. <laughs> they always are. They always are. I was all, excuse me, this is all caps, excuse me, are we related to a serial killer? And she was all, what are you talking about? And I was all... I was just listening to a podcast about murderers and they were talking about someone from Crawfordsville with the last name Eiler. How many can there be? And she was all, oh, you mean cousin Larry? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that one. (laughs) She says, what is that? Who, who just cousin Larry's when there's a homicidal maniac in your bloodline? So anyway, thanks for letting me know. I'm genetically, I'm genetically a serial killer. I'm coming to see you in Madison next week. Please try not to reveal anything, any horrifying truths about my family this time. (laughs) Stay sexy, Sarah. That's That's hilarious. I want like, no, I don't. I know I don't, but I want one of those. Oh, this whole time, you know, moments. You thought one thing and then it actually turned out to be a totally different thing. Yeah, like a puzzle being solved, you yeah. know, and you can see in my in my actor's face that I'm slowly putting it together. That's right. You look to the left for a little while oh. and then you look over to the right kind of blinky. Oh, oh she's really discovering something. Oh. <laughs> and you I make watch, that noise. I watch too much TV. <laughs> and then I just realized I watch too much TV. Okay. My boyfriend almost voluntarily got us murdered. And then it says, lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and furry babies. Love, love, love your podcast. Can't wait to see you guys in Madison in October. So, fun story here. My boyfriend, not a murderino, almost voluntarily got us murdered. One night, the two of us were out at the bars, and it's around bar clothes, and I'm waiting outside of the bar for my boyfriend so we can take an Uber home. While I'm waiting, this girl comes up to me and compliments my shoes and walks away. Then my boyfriend joins me outside and comes back up and continues talking and complimenting my septum ring as she has one too and then leaves again. (laughs) Don't ever talk to girls outside of bars who are (laughs) weird like this. When my boyfriend and I walk past her car, she yells at us and asks, hey, we want to continue partying with her and her ex-boyfriend. Two questions is not a party. (laughs) <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, she, this girl writes, absolutely not for so many reasons. As I'm about to politely decline, my boyfriend goes, sure, and gets in the car. <laughs> Who am I dating? I go ahead and get in her car against all of my better judgments, and we start driving away. Oh, my God. Honey. 
As we're driving, she keeps saying weird little things like, it may seem like we're driving super far away, but we're really close, I promise. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She didn't tell us her name. And then she goes, red flag number 7,500-7487. She kept asking us if we smoked the ganj. Oh, narc. She's actually driving you to Quantico because she's an FBI agent. (laughs) And also told us she was 23, one year older than both of us. And she has two kids and an ex-husband. Oh. She also told us she saw us at a few bars while we were out a.k.a. she was scoping us out to probably murder. Once we get closer to the house, she goes, oh, there's not really any furniture at this place because he just moved in. Okay, so we're literally probably breaking into a house. When we pull into an an extremely sketchy house in an extremely sketchy neighborhood, she says, oh, you know what? He's not even home yet, but don't worry. I'm great at breaking into houses. Girl. Oh my God. What is this? When we walk up to the door, she asks us if if we have any cell service way out here because she didn't. I figured we were probably going to get murdered there and there's no turning back now. We get into this house with no furniture, but really old, with a really old tiny couch. And she walks upstairs and asks if we want to smoke the ganj up there. No, I do not. The house was empty, (laughs) but filled with little toys on the floor. And there's only one light. And I immediately call an Uber and have cell service. Thank God. Thank God. She comes back downstairs and keeps mentioning how weird this was and how sorry she is and how she's, quote, not a serial killer. What? She mentioned she is not a serial killer so many times that she definitely had to be one. Yes. I told her I called an Uber and we were about to leave. And she goes, how did they find your address all the way out here? And we just kind of bolted out and left. Once we got into the Uber, I immediately yelled at my boyfriend for not consulting with me before he got into a stranger's car. His reasoning for agreeing to go on with her is that he saw her talking to me and thought we knew each other when she literally only complimented (laughs) my shoes. My boyfriend was the one that's that showed me to your podcast and he doesn't even know how to stay sexy and not get murdered. <laughs> I'm glad we made it out alive, but not sure what would have happened if her ex-husband was there. Hopefully this was an entertaining enough story to qualify as a hometown SSDGM. Megan, Megan, it was Megan. You highly qualified. Man. That was OK. That is a horror movie. Absolutely. Because normally, don't you think people do that? It's like you're inside drunk. You feel safe. There's tons of people around you. You're with your boyfriend or whatever. And then there's somebody outside trying to pick people off who just spent the night drinking. Yeah, they know that. And they're like, yeah, let's party more. And then they're like, yeah, we've been following you. That thing of like that, that real, like realization that you're with someone you shouldn't be with. And you're in an enclosed space, like a car with them and being like, oh no. Yeah. Like you can't go back. Yeah. You can tuck and roll, open the door tuck and roll you can um what are things you can do to get people to pull a car over i'm gonna vomit you could vomit that's exactly right yeah yep pee yourself i'm going to vomit and then start to vomit they will pull the car over. that's true then pop both of their tires and run the other direction (laughs) i don't know how you do that part and and your mom's like what are you doing (laughs) karen get back here why did you pop up my tire i'm running scenarios i'm running scenarios okay this subject line of this one is my badminton murder. Dear Georgia, Karen, and Stephen, thanks for offering a podcast that not only confirms that my anxieties are not irrational, but also shares practical advice on how to stand up for yourself, look out for others, stay sexy, and not get murdered. Hmm. Thanks. I went to high school in a 
small town outside of Madison, Wisconsin, your typical quiet place where no one would ever, etc. One day, (laughs) one day I came home from school and my dad was reading a news article on his laptop. He turned the screen around and asked if I knew the guy in the photo from the article. I recognized him instantly. That's my badminton partner from gym class. What happened? Uh, In parentheses. Yeah, this is the type of high school I went to. We spent a full month of class playing badminton you can draw your own conclusions about the general population of the area <laughs> which i actually can't i don't I, understand it's indicative of nothing yeah to me. i you, love it is it a small group of british people it sounds that live like in yeah. Mad- they sound Madison? like well-rounded you know like people of the or is badminton trashy i don't know i'm not i feel like she could either be saying i'm a billionaire yeah or um we're, i'm british yeah <laughs> there's so many choices okay <laughs> So my dad tells me that this guy is suspected of a murder in Madison where a teenager was shot and killed on his break from work. Turns out my badminton partner was a known gang member, which was not a thing in this town, mm-hmm. with a criminal record. But he had changed his, changed his name multiple times, and the name he used at school wasn't known by the police. To this day, they actually don't know which, if any, of his names is the real one. What? Then it gets weirder. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Even though he was enrolled in high school as being 17, this guy was actually... <gasps> his mid-20s and pretending to be a teenage high school student. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. The best. I mean, oftentimes they have malicious intent when they do that. But just the idea of being like, fuck it, I'm trying this again. (laughs) I get to do it again and see what happens. You must have had a good time the first time around because who the fuck would go back to high school? I mean... Yeah, I could. I can't. I get shivers when I drive by my old. We drove by mine yesterday, and I was crying. Remember when I was screaming, crying? Yes, that's right. (laughs) And tearing at the windshield. I I was in the trunk, but that's not the only reason. (laughs) Um, Okay. I'm pretty sure it turned out that he had been enrolled at a few different high schools in the area over the past several years, and every time he got to graduating age, he would switch schools and start over with a new name and a different age. What a weirdo. He must have had great skin, though. (laughs) The news reports contained warnings that he was armed and extremely dangerous. There was a manhunt by police and U.S. Marshals um, to find him. Um, there, there would be heightened security at my school until he was found. My dad is telling me this. And since my reaction is, uh, to feeling overwhelmed is to cry, I just start bawling. My dad stops and asks why I'm crying. I'm so overwhelmed. Someone is dead. My classmate is a murderer. U.S. Marshals are on a manhunt. Mm-hmm. I can't put my thoughts into words. So instead I say sobbing heavily, but daddy was so good at badminton. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Two and a half years later, he was found out of the country, extradited back to the U.S., sentenced to 20 years for first degree murder. My high school now requires proof of age for enrollment. You think? Jenny. Wow. <laughs> but dad. He was so You don't good. understand. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we, we could be eloquent all the time. Wouldn't I that mean, be nice? It's difficult. I We played badminton in my high school for gym. It was just one so of the So you know what badminton things. is? Uh, absolutely. It's just like, it's lighter tennis. Oh, it's right. just smaller, longer handled rackets. Tell me this. Did you feel British when you were playing Yes. It? I felt high class. Okay. Uh, except for one time my partner... Um, Killed Did someone. Did a hit? No. <laughs> and switched schools. And no, she went to hit and it, her, somehow the ra- racket came down and I was wearing one of those really thin plastic goodie headbands. Uh-huh. Remember those that yeah. were just like, they barely held my hair back anyway. Yeah. She di- went like that and it just like <laughs> shattered in a thousand pieces. It was really hilarious. That's badminton. <laughs> 
Those are your memories from badminton. That's badminton for me. That's, you should listen to the podcast Badminton Memories. Also, we, we had That's to right. play it in front of the boys who, while the girl gym class was doing badminton, the boys lifted weights. <laughs> so they were just like standing around lifting weights and watching us play badminton. Sexism in, in society. Oh, it's just, you know. It's everywhere. It's, it was a difficult time. It's in PE. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. 
Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Okay, my grandma is ride or die as fuck, is this. Is this. Hey, MFM crew. My best friend and I geek out over your podcast. I'm a Karen, she's a Georgia, every week, and we can't wait to see you ladies in Minneapolis next month. Yay. My grandma is a former biker wife with a treasure trove of outrageous stories. Yes. Up until recently, my personal fave was the one where she ran away to join a circus in order to avoid being kidnapped, as you do. <laughs> Wow. Last summer, my family stumbled upon some documents outlining my grandparents' involvement in their neighbor's murder years ago, and that's when the ultimate grandma story was revealed. A long time ago, my grandpa hired a guy to kill a neighbor he had a vendetta with. Whoa! Long story short, after the killer did the deed, he panicked, fled the scene, and hid in a bush across the street. From her window, my grandma noticed him hiding, so she opened the door to her apartment and beckoned him inside. When the police showed up at her door later that day, Grandma proceeded to hide the killer, all caps, under my mother's crib. <laughs> Whoa! And threw a robe on over her clothes, mussed up her hair, and answered the door. Upon being asked if she had noticed any commotion that day grandma told police she hadn't seen anything because she'd been napping uh-huh which would be true in my case i'm not condoning murder by any means sounds like you are <laughs> um but my and both grandma and grandpa ended up doing their time but i do love the story and how it speaks to my grandma's loyalty and the wild tumultuous life she's loved loved and lived <laughs> just lived um she now spends her days watching unsolved mystery reruns and eating chili cheese burritos that she buys in bulk from taco bell <laughs> yes ssdgml okay she needs to write a book immediately she needs to write a book immediately immediately uh, um email us at my favorite murder gmail and send us your hilarious and tragic and weird and mostly hilarious hometown stories yes and stay sexy and don't get murdered bye, bye.